0: What is up guys, it's Andy for and this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness and delusions of modern society and welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, as you can tell, um, I have no voice. So I'm going to keep this real quick. We have Andy, we have DJ and we're going to cruise the internet. And um, I've got a special message for you. Please share the show, okay? You guys come to me literally after every episode. Man, this is so cool. Everybody should be listening. Well, that's on your shoulders. I ask for what we do here. We don't run ads on the show. I don't promote my shit nonstop. I don't sit there and tell you, you got to buy this or buy that. I don't curtail my opinion because someone's paying me, all right? And we just ask. If you want the message to be heard, if you think it needs to be heard, Please stand with us and don't be a hoe. Share the show.
1: Yeah, it it sounds like you went to like a, you must have went to like a Rick Ross concert or something. You know, Rick Ross came to see me. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, man, we had Summer Smash this weekend and it's now, uh, this is why you guys didn't get a show yesterday Mm -hmm. um, and are getting it today because like I'm just now starting to get my voice back from the weekend. So, uh, but man, it was worth it. It was like the coolest shit. It was, like, one of the coolest things I've ever been to, man. Like, cooler than any concert or any event or any sporting event. I've been to all
1: of them. Yeah. Um, it was just awesome, dude. It, it was, it's really cool having that many, many people in one place, man. we like, with, with the energy. I mean, dude, you can't replicate that. Dude, I needed it, too. Real talk.
0: Like, bro, these last year and a half, like, since I hurt my shoulder, like, I've had so many things happen to me over and over and over again over the last year and a half, you know, the last 20 months or so. um, It's just been fucking brutal. And it started with injuring my shoulder. You know, I was at the best shape I'd ever been in. Um, I'm almost back to that now. Uh, I'll be past that by the end of the summer. But, you know, it started with that. I was at my best shape. I was running at a high level. We had to watch that all go away. Had all kinds of fucking bullshit happen in my life. Um, got off antidepressants. Like, had to go through the withdrawals of that, which I'm still dealing with. It's been almost a year. It'll be year July 30th. Um, it's just been hard, man. And, like, dude, being around all these people who are also struggling. Because, like, dude, you could see it in their eyes, bro. And, like, that was another thing that made it really hard for me because when I was on Lexapro... I didn't really feel anything good or bad like it was kind of like i was just kind of like it was just information yeah right exactly and this was the first time i've been at a summer smash event um, where i wasn't impaired by that and so like it was different because usually i would be able to deal with you know like dude i I get pretty long lines when i do meet and greets right like i was out there for hours and hours (laughs) and um Normally, I would be able to do that without like showing much emotion or like. But like, dude, when you look in these people's eyes and you hear the shit they've overcome, and you can see that they're telling you the real truth, and like, it's just like this overwhelming emotional wave. And it's like also, it's like it's like sadness because of what they went through, but it's also like excitement and proud, like being proud of them for pushing through. And then you like deal with that for like, like pretty much over and over and over again for hours at a time. Like it's just, it it, it's 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 hard, but dude, it pours so much into you because you realize like these people are truly giving it their best to pull through and become better people, and that's why we do this. That's why we do the show, you know, and that's why I do. That's why I do what I do with literally everything I do, Um, because I do believe that personal excellence and not giving up and us setting a higher standard is what will fix what's going on in the world. I believe that you know the low standards that have been created and, and over the course of time and tolerated over the course of time have cost us a lot. And if we want to have control of the country again in our lives and be free, we're going to have to break free of the spell that they put on us, which they get us to accept all these little things that we should never accept, especially with ourselves. We should never expect accept ourselves being 100 pounds overweight, okay? We should never accept ourselves, um, you know, not trying, you know, not trying to be better, not trying to be a smarter, more financially secure, better physical human, like a better person all around. And they've convinced us that not only are these things um, okay not to pursue, but if you do pursue them, you're, you're full of yourself, you're an egomaniac, you're immoral, you're greedy. And they've convinced us that the things that we're actually here to do and here to become are not worthy things to pursue. And they've done that through messaging over the course and social conditioning over the course of many, many years. And so when I stand there and I talk to these people and I look them in the fucking eye and I can see like they're fucking giving everything to not give up, bro, that's what the fuck this is about. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? 100%. And like, dude, that's like- I might sound like shit right now, but I'm telling you, I've never been more grateful. I've never been more appreciative. <clears throat> I've never been more hungry to make a change and do better and try to lead the way for people to see what what they can do. And this is why, like, I've gotten big lately on just showing my work, bro. Like, you guys are gonna suffer. I'm gonna suffer with you. I have no problem with that. But I can tell you this: as long as you don't fucking quit, I'm not gonna quit. And um, that's what it's gonna take to turn this shit around, bro. It's gonna take people committing to just being better and pushing through the hard shit and stop making victims of themselves and start taking a proactive role to bend their reality in the direction they want to take it. And we can all do that together. And it should be the way that all of us work together, not just, you know, a select few people. You know, one of the things I said in my talk um, was, you know, people come here and they say, dude, it's different here. And you guys hear it every time I have a guest on, what do they say? Man. They say the same thing. It's incredible, right? But the goal here, you know, and what they always say when they come is they say, dude, it's not like this where I'm from. You know, where I'm from, people are, they don't care. They're not this. They're not that. Bro, you're missing the point. The point is for you to take what you feel here and go build that in your own fucking network, in your own community. And you do that by setting the standard yourself. Okay. And what I said on Saturday is, you know, people come and they say, oh, it's different here. Well, if you guys go out and you do your part to make your little part of the world better by holding a higher standard for yourself, the next time you come here, it doesn't feel as different Mm -hmm. because you're building it around your own epicenter of reality, which is the duty of all of us to make the world a better place through our actions and the standard that we live. And like, that doesn't mean perfection, bro. I'm the furthest thing from a fucking perfect human that probably exists. Half the time, I want to punch myself in the face for some of the shit that I've done in the past okay like i have regrets just like all of you guys have regrets and guess what the further you push and the better you become the more you're going to regret those things because they're so far away from who you are now you're embarrassed about them and that's normal we have to give ourselves grace and give each other grace because none of us are perfect don't ever think that i'm trying to preach that because i'm not what i am saying is we could do a hell of a lot better and we need to if we want to fix what's going on in the world because dude we could have a revolution we could throw all these people and tar or feather them and put them in prison or, you know, what I think needs to happen to yep. them, which, you know, you guys can use your imagination. Yeah. Vlad the Impaler, right? All right. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. The point is, is like, we could do all that, right? And get our shit back. But the culture would have to change. Otherwise, we we'll to end up in the same spot that we've been in. Mm-hmm. And I, I just commend people and I respect people deeply that- take that responsibility seriously. It's so easy to give up, dude. It's hard not to give up. But the hard path is always the one that pays. And like being around all those people this weekend, um, it gave me hope, dude. It made me believe in fucking people. It made me feel good about, you know, the work that we're doing, um, the work that all you guys are doing out there sharing the show and living a better standard and working hard to be better. Like that shit's working. I can see it. And you may not be able to see it, but I can,
1: I see it. And we we have to keep going. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, guys, it is CTI. So uh, remember, if you want to see any of these articles, pictures, links, videos, go to andyfrasella.com. You can find them there or drop down in the YouTube description below. Uh, So with that being said, all right, um, let's get into it. Did you see that uh, out of California, Newsom talking about pressing charges against DeSantis for kidnapping? No. <laughs> yeah, so, so this headline reads, Newsome threatens DeSantis with kidnapping charges over migrant flights. Uh, so California Attorney General uh, Rob Bonta uh, accused Florida officials on Monday of misleading migrants over their transportation from, te- uh, from the Texas border to Sacramento. So driving the news, this is an Axios article, by the way, guys. Um, Bonta told KCRA he has evidence that the two flights that arrived in Sacramento within four days of each other were part of a scheme that's official policy of the state of Florida, whereby the state of Florida used public tax dollars to fund this program, the so-called Voluntary Transportation Program. The California AG said on ABC News Monday night that his investigation indicated that the migrants were misled by being promised help finding jobs if they got on the planes but were later dumped and deserted. So this was uh, Gavin Newsom's tweet in response. Uh, he said, "At Ron DeSantis, you small pathetic man. This isn't Martha's Vineyard. Kidnapping charges? Question mark. Read the following." So he put that out. I think this whole migrant crisis is is just the like you see both sides. continue seem to play the game. Gavin Newsom's man. a
0: fucking turd.
1: <laughs> okay, I hope you're listening to your bro,
0: because you're probably the greasiest, slimiest <laughs> turd in the entire world. Like, look at your hair. Like, just look at this dude. Look at this, dude. And this is who the establishment is trying to position. They're trying to prop him up. President. Yeah. While this dude is promising black people reparations that he has no way to actually pay.
1: Or intentions.
0: No, no. There's no intent there. Like, Dude, first of all, that's a whole different discussion. There should be no reparations, okay? Just so you know, a lot of us weren't here for the slavery times, okay? We were actually immigrants, too. We came here and we worked our asses off. And now we're getting asked to pay money for shit that people did that we're not even fucking linked to f- yeah. <laughs> hundreds of years ago. It's, a, it's bullshit. Everybody knows it's bullshit. And bro, fuck you if you're fucking thinking about it. Real talk. Yeah. Like, I'm not paying your shit. Motherfucker, get your fucking ass off the couch. Go to work like I've been working for 24 motherfucking years. Okay? I'm tired of hearing about it. But besides the point of that, this dude's lying. At least I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, at least I'll say that. This dude's saying, oh, I'll pay him. Oh, we'll pay you $200 million a piece, bro, to get them to vote because they have no policy, right? And now we have this situation where they are literally leveraging the hopes and dreams and the emotional health of the black community to make them promises for things that they have no intent or capacity to actually deliver on so that they can get another vote, okay? And like, dude, these people are scum. They are slimy scum turds. Okay. And Gavin Newsom is the head turd. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's the big log that comes out first.
1: Okay. He's not like the little after. Like, no, he's groups. not that. He's
0: not the one that like is still in there. And then you have to sit back down and it like sneaks out like a chicken nugget. Like this dude is the head turd. All right. And this guy has run California into the most disgusting shithole that exists in the union. Yeah. All right. And nobody can argue that. Mm. And they're trying to prop this dude up as the leader so that they can do that everywhere. OK, so if you think California sucks, which pretty much every single human does uh, that doesn't live there. All right. You guys live in California. and You guys act like it's cool. Like nobody wants to go there. Like I wouldn't even go there like I wouldn't even go there to speak. Even if they pay me, I won't fucking go. OK, I won't go. Like, it's disgusting. Yeah. Last time you and I were there...
1: Oh, it was so bad.
0: Bro, I had to taken four showers a day. Yeah, it was bad. It was disgusting, dude. There's litter everywhere. Y'all have no standards out there. You fucking litter everywhere. You throw shit everywhere. Y'all act like you're in the cool club at the seventh grade lunch table. And you're all a bunch of clowns. Like, California sucks, bro. And this dude is one of the biggest reasons for it. And your ignorance and your your, your obsession with your own self and social media and being famous has allowed people like this to come in and ruin your fucking country, your state. Yeah. And this is the guy they're trying to push out in front of everybody.
1: Like, bro, this is absurd shit. Yeah. It it blows my mind how California is also And like, listen, I'm sure there's good people in California. There is, you know, but they're all having to leave now. And and most, but that's the thing. Like most of them are gone now. Dude, if you ask people who live in California, they're like, dude, people
0: almost apologize for it now. (laughs) Like in 2017, (laughs) they're like, Oh, what? You don't live in California. Right. Dork.
1: Surf bros right. and yeah. good weather. Like now
0: it's like, where are you from?
1: Oh, oh man. California.
0: <laughs> like, nobody's proud of it.
1: They say it quietly. But, like, what'd but, you say?
0: But y'all still vote Democrat. <laughs> right. Y'all still vote Democrat, and you think it's fucking okay. You don't understand that you're doing it to yourselves. Yeah. This is their plan. Their plan is total destruction. California is a case study in exactly what we don't want or need in this country. And I'm sorry. There's going to have to be some basic standards amongst how we live in our culture. Okay. We're not going to molest kids or mutilate kids. We're not going to allow criminals to run the street. We're not going to import all the criminals from all the other countries. The minute the good American people get control of this country again, we are sending all those people back. That is going to fucking happen. And all you little crybaby pussies are going to be like, oh, it's so mean. Fuck you, man. We're saving your fucking lives and your economy and your job and your future and your kids' progression.
1: Did you see fucking the New York uh, mayor Eric Adams just told told his his fucking citizens to start housing migrants to open their homes? Yeah, well, you first. That, you know what? That's what they did in Venezuela.
0: You first. Go read about what happened in Venezuela. Oh, this is this is the intentional destruction of America, one hundred percent.
1: I want to say this too. Like, I mean,
0: you will go on vacation from California, bro, and you'll come back and some of these motherfuckers be living in your house. You won't be able to get them out. Oh, because the law will protect them and not you.
1: And I, and I say this, right? Like, you know, because people, you know, Republicans. Uh, no, listen, like these Republican p- politicians, these governors, these mayors that are, that are contributing to this uh, further fucking invasion of migrants that we have going on, it's complete bullshit. No, no, no. Stop busing and sending these, these illegal immigrants further into our fucking country. I, but like, I mean, they, they do it as a joke. Oh, we sent them to California. Yeah, that's, that's do, funny. Do, do they do it as a joke or are they part of the plan? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm I'm saying. I'm
0: just saying. Yeah. Abbott, who, who, uh, you know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's badass. Uh really? Is he? Is he is he really is he really shipping him around on our dime? uh, No, is he really shipping him around to prove a point, or is he actually just doing his part of the plan? Exactly.
1: Exactly. On our fucking dime.
0: I know what I think. (laughs) I don't trust any of these people, bro. These people are all fucking bought and paid for or leveraged. They do not have the interest of us in mind. They never will. They never will from here on out. And for us to get our country back, it's going to take drastic measures. It's
1: real, man. It's real. Well, guys, let's get to cruising. Uh, Headline number one. Headline reads, Apple debuts mixed reality Vision Pro headset with whopping $3,500 price tag. First major product launch in decades. Uh, So uh, this is a New York Post article reading. Apple on Monday unveiled its long-anticipated mixed-reality headset with a whopping $3,500 price tag, marking the iPhone maker's first major product launch in a decade. Dubbed the Vision Pro, Apple CEO Tim Cook debuted uh, the device as the centerpiece of the tech giant's annual Worldwide Developers Conference event uh, at its headquarters in Cupertino, California. Quote, Vision Pro is a new kind of computer that augments reality by seamlessly blending the real world with the digital world, Cook said during the presentation, describing the device as an innovation on par with the original iPhone or Mac computer. Quote, it's the first Apple product you look through and not at. Uh, The device has an adjustable headset and stretchable headband. Battery life is limited with just two hours, Uh, per use via a pocket-sized external battery pack. Unlike a computer, Vision Pro won't require a mouse or keyboard. Instead, users will interact with their virtual displays using voice commands, their eyes, and their hands. A small dial included on the headset allows users to adjust how much their apps are visible relative to their real-world surroundings. And uh, here's a couple of images. Jesus, dude. Now. Andy, you're a brand genius. We're already seeing this, this pull away from technology. Why would Apple do this at, at this moment in time?
0: Well, I think there's two different groups of people out here. I think there's groups of people who are willing to do whatever they can to push this virtual world and try to own people's attention 100%. They understand that the more attention that they own, the more money that they make, the more control that they have, the more, the more influence they can have in the world. Um, and then I think, there's, <clears throat> I think there's people who are done with it. I think there's people who are said, dude, I don't want to spend any more time on this. It's already sucking up all of my time. I mean, how many of you parents out there um, ever have regrets about all the time you spent doing this and your kids are all of a sudden 10 years old? Right. Okay. right. So I think people have learned a big lesson in how valuable their actual time in actual reality is. And they're already feeling the regrets of the time spent here. I know for me, when I look at my little dog, Charlie, and she's covered in gray hair now, and I think about how much time I spent on my fucking phone, I wish I hadn't spent any of that time on my phone. I wish I would have just spent it with her. And I can only imagine that's compounded when people look at their own kids. Right. Yeah. And so. We have this group of people who say, no, I wanna live my life as God intended for my life to be lived and not to be stuck on a screen and not to be uh, pulled into this false reality that is heavily manipulated, heavily controlled, heavily censored, and heavily curated for potential causes, You know, whether it be political causes or social causes, but it's, it's not free in there, not by any means. You know, look what they've done the last three years. Look what they continue to do. They used to censor me. This is one of the big big reasons I stopped posting on Instagram because I would use curse words, right? Now they're censoring people for saying that a man is a man and a woman is a woman. And they're censoring people for saying that little kids shouldn't have their parts cut off or be mutilated. So people who fall into that second group who want to live their regular life, they're understanding how, how these companies have manipulated us. And if you want to know more, you go read that book called The Chaos Machine. I talk about it quite often. And I think there's people who will see this and they, you know, they nerd out on it. And this is like all the kids out there right now who are like, using AI as their, all of a sudden they're AI experts, right? (laughs) And it's like, like they know everything about AI and it's going to rule the world. And bro, they don't understand what it's actually going to do.
1: The implications of it.
0: Bro, it's going to crush you. It's going to crush your family. It's going to crush your kid's future. And the more you propagate it, the less chance that your kids will ever have an opportunity to have some sort of reality in reality. And so when I see this, I see this as, uh, some not all the way to like what Zuckerberg was doing with the metaverse, because that sounds creepy, right? I see this as a, as something that people are going to be more receptive to and see as a utility. Like, oh, this is really cool. And like, bro, you know, here's the truth. We have an entire generation of young men that are sexually incapable of mating, okay? Not meaning they can't physically, but they don't, they cannot attract a mate because they spend all their time on video games and none of their time actually becoming something that would be attractive to a mate. And so they give up and they go full blast into this technology and it ruins their life. And like, dude, they're going to be 50 years old. that probably won't even make it to 50 because they're going to be so fat, so sick and so disgusting. Uh, they're going to be miserable. They're going to fucking beat their dick to death legitimately. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, like, sure. yeah, bro. Like we got, we got, we got grown men at 45 years old. that have never been laid. Because they've fucking been absorbed in this technology and they think it's cool. Like they come on screens, you know, in their uh, in their stories and shit, and they're like, Oh, you know, playing Call of Duty's number 47, you know, I got to level 17 prestige. Prestige level. Yeah, like, yeah. dude, it's like, dude, what are you guys doing? Yeah, they're missing it, man. No, bro, a lot of people are missing it. And so, but I I do see this as like a in-between between the metaverse and like the iPhone that some people are probably going to be more receptive to. Um, you know, and I'm sure they'll be giving uh, you know, all the illegals coming across the border a credit for a free pair of these. Right. (laughs) Um, or maybe not because I think they're counting on them actually like doing the the physical work that lazy Americans won't do. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's terrible. I think it's, you know, they'll probably make some money doing it, but like, dude, I, I mean, like, I, (laughs) here's what I see when I see this, like, like look at the picture of this woman wearing this. Well,
1: Look, don't don't assume
0: that. Yeah, I know. Look at the picture of this woman wearing this, and uh, you know I can't wait till I see these fucking nerds walking down the. I'm I'm glad I fly private. <laughs> no, for real, dude. Real Bro, talk. I see
1: him in the fucking. No, like, I know, because that's room. the first
0: place you're gonna see them. Is yeah. you're gonna see them in the airport. That's where all the yeah. tech nerds like to fucking cock off on their new tech, right? <laughs> like they like to wear their new tech or. You know, it's like when AirPods came out and now everybody fucking never takes their AirPods out. Like, right. bro, you're a douchebag.
1: Yeah, right. Like, Take right. your
0: fucking AirPods out. You know what I mean? So, it, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Like, I know it's coming to the airport and that's going to be the you. first place yeah. and it'll be the Flex <laughs> and it'll be the dude with the goggles and he's got like the white backpack and he's like, you know, like it's all the same kind of people. And, a
1: little motorized luggage,
0: luggage suitcase. Bro, dude, it's just, it's weirdo shit, man.
1: And like, you know, I'm not with it. Yeah. So, um, what would you say the percentages of those two groups are? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I think, I think it would be, I think it's like at least 70, 30. Mm. Um, I think, I
1: think, like 70 against. Yes. Yeah. Because
0: the data that is shown in the market shows that people are rejecting this level of um, commitment that the tech companies are wanting people to commit into their tech, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the metaverse was a flop. Everybody's like, nah, fuck that. I see this as maybe not as bad as that, because I think people are going to see it as a utility tool that they can use in their house. Yeah. So it might suck some people in from that. Um, It might become the biggest product ever. Maybe I don't know shit, but I'm just saying, you know, people from what I can tell are wanting to do real things in real life And the data that I can see in the multiple different companies that I own backs that up. My brick and mortar models are crushing. They're doing more sales than they've ever done before ever because people are wanting to do business with actual human beings and not computers. Okay. So there's a whole big portion of the population that's looking to live a life in real life This is why these trends are happening. And I know I bust balls on it a lot, right? But like people wanting to rent a van and travel around and like see this, like I know I make fun of that, but that's a hell of a lot better than putting on one of these goggle sets and thinking you're actually living your life, you know? And so I think it's important for people to really think like, do you want to spend more time in technology or do you not want to spend more time in technology? Do you want to live in real life and appreciate the things that are going on in your life right now? Or do you want your face stuck in a screen? And I think enough time has gone by where people do have their faces stuck in a screen that they've actually missed real things in their life that they don't want to continue to miss those things. I think there's a lot of people that feel that way. And I think the data shows it, at least from the businesses that I'm invested in or that I own or that I operate, I can see it very clearly. The more we have Face-to-face, the better the company is doing. And I think people are craving it. And that's what I see on the business front. So I don't see this being, you know, I mean, there's other objections here too, man. 3,500 bucks, bro. That's that's, that's unaffordable to most people, right? That's going to squeeze that market down even more, right? Yeah. But I mean, but that also makes it a bigger flex. So you're going to have the people Mm -hmm. wanting to flex it.
1: Yeah. You know, so that's real.
0: I I think it's, you know, I think it's (laughs) turdish. Yeah. Yeah. Look. I would give it one solid turd. Like like one Maybe one little nugget. One newsome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, see, here's a perfect example. Go back to the newsome thing. So like look, we got big turd in the front and we got the little nugget right there behind <laughs> it. You
1: know, if you guys were looking at the picture or on audio, you would know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, right. I mean, I think one one thing that I like to point out too, Andy, because I mean we talked about it multiple times when it comes to technology and these tech like technology companies and then how our government uh, you know, sets these laws and and things in place to protect us. And it's like, you know, I think it's important to understand guys that like, we, we cannot rely on our government or these tech companies. They're not going to regulate this shit. So we as consumers. DJ, it's not
0: that they don't want to regulate it, bro. Larry Fink from BlackRock's on, on clips right now that are going around saying we have to force the behavior. Mm -hmm. Like these people are so, and this goes back to the DEI, ESG and CEI things that we talked about over the last couple weeks, is their their bet isn't just, um, we're gonna try this, it's that we're gonna give them no option to buy anything anywhere else Mm. that doesn't have this, so they have to accept the behavior because they can't shop anywhere that's not with it. And that's the way they're trying to change the culture, except it's not actually true. That's why things like Public Square are so important, right? Mm. Looking for alternative places to shop that do not jam this shit down your throat, to force the culture and the behavior adjustment um, is of paramount importance to saving the country because if we lose the culture, we're going to lose the country. 100%. And that's what they're trying to do. So it's not like they're giving us a choice. Mm. You know, Bill Gates said it about the vaccine. Yeah. You, have, like, you have a choice. You don't have a choice. These people are so arrogant and so fucking rich and so powerful that they believe that they, we do not have a choice when we actually do have a very simple choice. We could just say no. And we can go over here and live our lives and we can take care of each other and be cool and pick each other up and live a great life. Be nice to people. Don't judge them by the color of their skin. Don't be a dick. Like be cool. Pick people up, push them along, help them be better. Let them help you be better. Like we can do all that right now. That's why I talk about personal excellence being the ultimate rebellion. All we got to do is say no. All you got to do is not buy the shit and then make fun of your friends to do. Real talk. That, that's, I think
1: that's even no, more No, it's a important. huge part of it. Yeah. It is. Yeah.
0: Like, bro, I can promise you this. Not a single one of my friends be wearing that shit. No. And if they do, I'm going to fucking make fun of them <laughs> until they stop.
1: <laughs> you know, shame works. Yeah, it does. It absolutely, that's what they did to us. i must going to say shit. They did it to us with the fucking COVID shit. Yeah. That's real. Guys, drop down in the comments. Tell us what you guys think. Uh, are you with the goggles or not? Let us know. Um, but with that being said- Bro, if I walked in your house and you were
0: wearing those, I'd walk right <laughs> the fuck out. Like you'd be off the fucking show. Like it okay? Like <laughs> I'd kick you right out. Oh man. And then I'd tell everybody you ain't really black. Yeah,
1: guys, I'm sorry I heard somebody saw something about DJ Man.
0: Yeah, he was wearing those fucking Apple goggles. I'd kick him off the show. Watching. And by every- the way, I wouldn't normally tell you guys this, but he certainly isn't black because he wears the Apple goggles and <laughs> and he wears Doc Martens with socks.
1: <laughs> no, it's not Doc Martens. No, the fucking ape.
0: Burger Oh, that's worse. Burger with socks. Bro, listen. Right? You know how I know you're not black? It's Burger That's right.
1: Socks. Well, I mean, listen, dude. Have you, you know, ever... how I know
0: you don't season your fucking food, motherfucker. Oh, bullshit. That's yeah. just season. <laughs> yeah. Have dude. you ever worn,
1: I mean. You... Have I ever worn what? Birkenstocks, Dude, they are Bro, the. Well, I'm
0: 40 something years old. Of course I've worn Burger These motherfuckers were cool before you were born.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, you kids no, think this shit is
0: fucking new? Like, <laughs> Birkenstocks were not that long. Are you serious? No, no they're like they're yes. I had no idea. They were like when I was like 16, 17, bro. If you didn't have Birkenstocks or or Doc Martens, bro, the, you no poontang for you. <laughs> it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. It was automatic cut You no chance. Question: Did you get the poontang in the Birkenstocks? I didn't get any poontang anyway. Okay. Okay. So it didn't matter. <laughs> but the point of it is. Is that if I had to have a chance at it, I had to, you know, you definitely wasn't like, getting like, no dude, one out. Of. Like, it. listen, you can't play in the game if you don't show up to practice. I was practicing real fucking hard. I just never got in the game. All right, it is what it is. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. See, now it's the opposite though. You wear the motherfuckers, you're out of the game.
1: Really? Oh yeah. I mean, that's what I think, at least. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. Tell us what you guys think. <laughs> Let us know. Berkey stock still the move. Hashtag Berkeys. Uh, guys, let's get right into headline number two. Uh, headline number two reads, uh, Congresswoman Luna, FBI afraid, informant in Biden investigation will be killed. So there's a couple of new developments on this whole thing. We told you guys we'll keep you guys updated as, as this whole um, Biden probe uh, or, conspiracy. Or, or they could be
0: afraid of people revolting and actually realizing that their leader is an actual part of a coup and a traitor. They could be afraid of that. I mean, that's definitely a fucking highly possible. Like highly. Possible. I mean, how much do you think people are actually going to take of this shit? Yeah. Like
1: how much that's, more should- Dude, they keep pushing? Like they keep inching along thinking that this shit Bro, will just I, phase out and people will lose interest in it. You know what I what heard saying? last night they were going to indict Trump. Oh, I got, well, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. Man, Cause I got some of that in this mm-hmm. man. And, and, so, so this was Representative uh, Anna Paulina Luna's tweet. Uh, she tweeted out, just left meeting for House oversight. The at FBI is afraid their informant will be killed if unmasked based on the info he has brought forward about the Biden family. Well, is that not evidence enough that we have a
0: major problem? To me, that's a massive red flag. Well, I'm just saying, like, you're, le- you're legit. If, if this is true, you're legitimately afraid that the people leading this country are such thugs that they are going to kill this person who's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. It, does is that represent a problem to anybody else but me? I mean, it seems like quite a, quite a big problem, okay? There's a fucking whole lot of us and there's like five of them,
1: all right? Fuck them. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you, man. And it's just like, you know, well, then you got White House. You know, at first there was no business dealings. But now, yeah, business, yeah, it wasn't that bad, right? You got John Kirby, uh, who's the National uh, Security Council coordinator for strategic communications, denied on Monday the Biden family's business schemes represent a national security threat, despite admitting he had not read the House Oversight Committee report on the matter. Let's watch this video real quick of him and his response. So on May 10th, they issued a report showing that the Biden family allegedly funneled $10 million into their bank accounts while Joe Biden was vice president. Members of the committee have
0: said there may be several national security concerns at hand here with their alleged ties to the foreign countries. Um, Admiral, have you read the report
1: yourself and do you personally think that there are any national security concerns here? No and no. Okay. Like that's all the American people get. Bro, look how nervous this fucking dude is. He's terrified. He's not nervous, that's fear. Like, guys, you got to watch this video. Like, just like, look at his body language, not hearing anything. That's fear. Look at that. The head down. Yeah. Look at the handshakes. That's fear. Bro, he's terrified. Yeah. And you know who they're terrified of? They ain't terrified of Biden. No. They're terrified of us. Of us. 100%. Look at the handshake, man. Like, dude, that, like, he is terrified. Listen, here's what we got going on. You got more on this? Well, I mean, and, and then you bring it up. You got Comer saying that, you know, he doesn't want Trump to win because it could lead to retribution of politically motivated press uh, prosecutors. You mean like they're doing it to everybody else right now? Exactly like they're
0: doing to Trump. Exactly yeah. like they're doing to everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know, the policy, there's a saying, I think it goes like, you know, don't start no shit. There won't be no shit. Yeah. I think, I, you know, I think. I think that's. A, I've heard that before.
1: Yeah, that's the black version. I think the the white version is "what goes around comes around."
0: Oh, okay, yeah. All but right. both are applicable. Yeah. Which here? one do you say? <laughs> See, I knew the black version. And you knew the white version. Well, I, I was. Uh, no, no, no. Right. You told on yourself. <laughs> I bet them socks you wear with your burger socks are fucking gray too.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, they are.
0: <laughs> they ain't even white. They're gray. And you pull them up high.
1: Oh man! Yeah, I already know. It. Okay.
0: All right. How are you gonna know Andy's the? White?
1: fucking two for two today, guys.
0: <laughs> one more, I'm getting another fucking goat, bitch. <laughs> yeah, man. So, but but exactly what? Give me man. that goat. I gotta show everybody the goat. It has okay? been a minute. We got a lot of new watchers. Yeah, it's been a minute. All right, just so you know, we give out trophies for the funny jokes. Who's the funniest on the show? And there's a whole bunch of little trophies over there that you can't see. But then there's this one here, and it's a goat <laughs> with two dicks. <laughs> Can we? Can you zoom in on? This? Do we need to? What no, you do you got to do? These guys try to tell me it was an utter. It, I, I mean, no, that's two wieners. <laughs> All right, and this means that not only am I the goat, uh-huh but I got two big swinging wieners. Right, right. All right, that's how good my jokes are. Now your jokes are that little bit. Now hand me DJ's trophy, that little bitty one over there. Okay, we got to do comparison. Yeah, this one. This one says, DJ said a funny joke. <laughs> All right. So we got my jokes and then we got DJ's jokes, you know? All right. So one more joke and I'm getting another one. All right, that's fine. Motherfuckers better come through. We'll have three three wieners this time. (laughs) Better. Better be the John Holmes of Goats. All right. It's gotta be the John Holmes and the Ron Jeremy of goats.
1: (laughs) Bro, the the whole base should just be the dick. You know what I'm saying? You holding that close? I love it. Okay, man. <laughs> what? Andy, what do we got
0: on this? I enjoy winning, bro. Even if it, it is one of these trophies. Hey. What, what do I got on this? Dude, look. A win's we, a win. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of people who are they've been so guilty with so much corruption and have done so much stuff, so many messed up things, you know, the the Trump Russia collusion making up evidence. Uh, 51 intelligence officers signing it. Um, COVID, the whole entire thing, all right? The, The intentional destruction of the inner cities of this country, the intentional race baiting, the intentional dividing. They've done all these things. The media, political establishment complex. They've done all these things. And now what's happening is they're fucking getting caught. And there's stuff that's coming out that's showing the exact nature of what's been going on, which includes apparently payments from China to the Biden family to make decisions that were in the interest of China and not the interest of the American people, which is treason. Okay. And we have the FBI and these key people who are, you know, Merrick Garland, who are, you know, Joe Biden people who are like protecting these people. And then we have a Congress full of a bunch of pussies who won't do anything about it, okay? There's a bunch of people up there, oh, we can't do anything. Bro, you guys could do a whole bunch of shit. You're not doing anything, all right? And, and, and so, you know, these people are getting caught. They're getting scared. They're running out of options, and their back's against the wall, and that makes them extremely dangerous. So there's no telling what they're going to do. I continue to believe that it's going to be a major war or it's going to be another pandemic. Okay, Um, or the entire collapse of the economy or all three at once so that we don't have an election if Donald Trump is the nominee. Whatever, whatever. If Donald Trump becomes a nominee, which I believe he will, they will will destroy this country to keep him from winning. Because if he wins, they are all going to be dealt with. And they know it. They just said it in that headline. What did the headline say? Go back again.
1: Uh, Cruz predicts Garland will indict Trump. No, 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 the other one. Which one? The one before that.
0: Former FBI head James Comey worries a Trump president would lead to retribution of politically motivated prosecutors. Uh, Yeah, that's what the fuck we need. We need a clean fucking house, period. And then Trump needs to, if if it's gonna be Trump, he needs to go in a clean house and then shut the fuck up and go home and let America be America, which I actually believe he intends to do. I think that's exactly
1: what he's gonna be playing golf till he's fucking 100.
0: Listen, man. That's my personal opinion. And like, do I think there's better leaders that could lead the country? I think there is. I think we all, I think we all agree. There's better leaders than the ones that were being offered, okay? I, I, and I mean this. I personally think I could do a better job than any of these other fuckers, okay? And you guys might disagree and think, you know, I'm full of shit. But you know what? I believe it. But I'm not going to get a chance. Andy Fursella is not on the ballot. Whoever you think is the leader is not on the ballot, motherfuckers. We have a choice between this or that. And we have to decide what we want the country to look like for the next 100 years. And this, this actual election is going to determine that if it's even allowed to happen, which I'm not convinced it is. I think the next 18 months are going to be the highest turmoil, highest stress, highest divided, most volatile America that we've ever lived in. And I think it's up, up to us as the people to not allow them to do what they're trying to do. I think we've got to come together as people. I think we've got to unify. I think we've got to say, hey, we're not falling for your media shit. You're not going to take a crime that happens every single day and make it look like it's the worst thing ever and that it's all the white people's fault or vice versa, that it's all the black people's fault. It's your fucking fault because you're shining a massive magnifying glass on these little things to divide everybody so that you guys can stay in power and continue to fuck us over. And most people are aware of that. Most people are, are up to speed on what's going on. And they're arguing over stuff because they're so used to arguing with one another that they're forgetting that every time you argue with that person, every time you criticize that person, every time you hate that person, you're doing exactly what they want you to do. And so we have to get smarter. The American people, the people of the world have to get smarter. We cannot continue to fall for these divisive tactics, these false narratives, this fake outrage. All right, we have to tell the truth. We have to stand up and say, this is what I believe. Maybe I'm wrong, but I believe this. And stand on it and say, this is what it is. And if every American did that, if every American came out and said, I stand for this and I believe in this, you would find out that most Americans are very similar and want the same exact things. People don't want to be uh, fucked with. They want to have the opportunity to make some money. They want to be happy. They don't want to get robbed by their government. They don't want to worry about getting shot. They don't want their family to get fucking shot. They don't want to be harassed by, you know, anybody. They kind of want to be just left alone to live in a peaceful life and have some opportunity to do well. And that's the American dream. And if we don't unify and put our petty differences aside that we've been conditioned to believe over years and years and years of division propagated by trillion dollar propagation machines and realize, fuck, we're kind of all a little bit brainwashed against each other. And we got to put that aside and go together. Otherwise, we'll never have a chance, bro,
1: and it'll be over. I think one thing that's actually really helping that, Andy, is like because of how hard they've made just daily living, right? Like the, the pain points that they've been pressing on, whether it's finances, right? Even just the, like emotional manipulation, like people are mentally exhausted of the shit. And so you see a lot of these same plays that they're trying to run. They're not getting the same steam you know what I'm saying because people are too busy worried about the price of eggs. Yeah. Or you know what I'm saying so like it's I I mean as much as that shit sucks, I think it it, it is helping a little bit not you know not not contributing to this, you know, emotional wrecking ball that, that they're trying to accomplish. Oh, man. bro, listen. I
0: know that's happening, dude, because let me tell you a story. So, we had this restaurant in St. Louis. It's called Louis. Okay? And it's one of the nicest restaurants in St. Louis and um the guys that run it are very Democrat, very left. All right. And because when I went to dinner there the other night, the owner came up to me and basically said, dude, it's a huge deal that you came here. Uh, we listened to your show. You guys fought for us during COVID and we'd be out of business. And he goes, I'm so far left and such a Democrat. He's like, but I get it. And I get what you're trying to do. And dude, it's the right thing. And we're with it. And like, dude, that. That's what we need. Yes. Yes, bro. You have people like, look, I'd get labeled all this shit because y'all are crazy and brainwashed. Y'all don't listen to what I'm saying. You say, oh, you're far right. There's nothing about me that's far right, bro. If you went back 20 years, I'd be a fucking Democrat. Okay. I'm for like far extreme freedom. And like, maybe I am an extremist. And maybe I don't think violence is such a bad idea sometimes, okay? I'm just, that's my personal opinion. But it's for freedom. It's not for right or left. And they've got us all figured out that, you know, we got, you either belong to this team or that team, and that's not true. There is a third option. It's called being a decent human being with common sense, treats people right, and actually stands for things that make sense for everybody in this country. Understanding that freedom is an idea where for it to actually exist not only do we have to exercise it, but we also have to understand that other people are going to exercise it differently than we are. And we have to have tolerance for that. They're, now, there are lines to that tolerance, right? We're not going to mutilate our children. We're not going to take away their innocence in school by propagating them with sexual ideology to where when they're five years old, they're already thinking about shit they shouldn't think about till they hit puberty at a minimum, okay? We're stealing their innocence and... When I say we, it is we, because there's a whole bunch of people that aren't speaking up or doing anything about it. You're allowing it. These kids won't get that back. So there's limits to the freedom in a common sense society. It's not just freedom. You get to do whatever you want. It's freedom as long as you're not stepping on anybody else's toes. And there's a whole big part of society that thinks it's okay to step on everybody's toes. And they're about to step on toes they don't want to step on. That's my personal opinion. I think people are fed the fuck up and I don't think it's partisan anymore. I think it's most of the left and all of the right, except the very far left progressives that are still holding on to this ideology. I think everybody's sick of it. And if all of us got together and said, hey man, this is bullshit. This is bullshit what they're doing to us. And you should be able to live your life. And you know what? Um, We should be able to do our thing. You know, we're not enemies. We can exist together. We can be friends. We can work together. We can create a harmonious uh, community and economy and a country. And these people up here are making it impossible for us to do that. And until we all get together and we recognize that it's not us versus us, it's actually us versus these 600 people up there in Washington, D.C. And probably, truly, if we want to break it down, it's probably 200 people in the world. It's probably 200 very fucking rich, very powerful, very uh, evil human beings that are literally making the life for the rest of the people on the planet hard. And once humanity understands that, the problem can be corrected. But these people have convinced us that we are each other's enemies when we are not each other's enemies. We are just people trying to live a life and be free. And these people are fucking that up, and I think everybody sees it. And I don't care if they're left or Democrat or gay or anything. Like... That shit shouldn't even fucking matter, bro. We're all, we're all allowed to be things under the idea of freedom. Now, we're not going to be pedophiles. Right. We're not going to tolerate that shit. I don't think anybody out here wants that shit, including, the you know, especially the gay community because it ruins all the progress that they've made for the last, you know.
1: 60, <laughs> 70 the, years. The
0: most progress they've ever had ever in any in many society. Yeah. yeah, man. So, yeah, sure, sure. you know. I'm actually, I'm actually going there tonight. Well, I'm just telling you, man. The fucking food. It's phenomenal. The food was, and I ate clean too, because I'm on program. Yeah. The food was so good. And the service was even better than that. It it was one of the best dining experiences that I've had, like literally ever. Yeah. And it's cool because it was a casual place. Like, you know, people weren't going in there in sweatpants, but, you know, it's, it's not It's experience. Yeah. Like it was more it was than amazing, just going dude. there and
1: eating good food. It was the whole- I'll do the talk. I'm going there tonight. Yeah. Good. I'll tell the boys, I said, hey. No, they're awesome guys over there, though. Seriously. <clears throat> well, cool, man. Let's, uh, let's finish this cruise, man. We got one final headline. Our third and final headline, guys. Uh, headline number three reads, Ukraine accuses Russia of destroying Kokoka Dam. Uh, evacuation orders issued as ecological disaster warned. Uh, so hundreds of thousands of residents in an area of southern Ukraine controlled by Moscow were forced to evacuate Tuesday after the Kokoka Dam and hydroelectric power station were blown up in an attack. Ukrainian forces are blaming on Russia. Russian officials pointed the finger back at Ukraine, blaming the damage on Ukrainian military strikes in the area. Officials on both sides of the war ordered the evacuation, citing a, quote, ecological disaster due to the threat of massive flooding along the Dnipro River, according to the Associated Press. Ukrainian authorities previously stated that the dam's failure could unleash 18 million cubic meters, or 4.8 billion gallons, of water, warning that it would flood Kherson and dozens of other heavily populated areas. Uh, the World Data Center for Geoinformatics and Sustainable Development, a Ukrainian non-governmental organization, estimated that nearly 100 villages and towns would be flooded, adding that it would take five to seven days for water levels to stop uh, to start dropping. Uh, here's a quick video of some of the damage. That's already flowing like that. Mm-hmm. Oh man, those people are fucked. It's like a good menstrual cycle. Yeah, heavy flow day. Yeah, extra large tampons. Yes. Um. So so that's going on, and like the are pointing. You know Do you fingers- ever get this?
0: Do you get this feeling that like neither one of these countries can fucking fight? Like It seems like you motherfuckers over there, like, like, dude, I could tell you this, if this was the United States and like, we would, this would be over by now for real, like real talk, bro, just end it. Like this thing would be over in like two days, like this shit that's going on. Like, I don't like, I'm kind of tired of hearing about it. I wish they would just take the gloves off and just have it out and just go and just have it be done. I'm tired dude, of talking about it.
1: The thing is, like, there's just so much, using their word, misinformation, right? Like, do you remember when this shit first started, bro, the videos that were coming out that were from <laughs> fucking video games? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like, how do we know? Like, we know AI can produce some really crazy shit. Like, yeah. how do we know this shit's even happening over there, bro? Yeah. I mean, we, 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 we legitimately don't. You know, and and it's like, you know, and then you'll still see videos of them walking through Kiev. Or- the only
0: reason I know it's actually happening and believe it's happening is because I've met people who have actually gone there, like yeah. Dakota Meyer. Yeah. Right. Like these guys that actually went there, came back, told me what was actually going on.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just like, there's just so much around like, you know, Ukraine's kicking ass and they killed 200,000. Right. Like, really? <laughs> Bro, I I personally believe that Vladimir
0: Putin could end this war at any time that he wants to. Um, And I think he understands that if he did, what would happen? Yeah. He would understand that it was kicking off a world war, which could potentially go nuclear. And I think he's showing incredible restraint while also trying to um, create accountability for what happened during COVID and the corruption that's been going on in Ukraine. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. How I see this. Well, I
1: mean, dude, and just like we have said it on the show, right? Like of why he hasn't fucked America more, you know what I'm saying? Or or, or done anything no. over here. I think Putin also knows that they're they're still good Ukrainians and that there's a separation yeah. between the six. That's kinda how I see it. One hundred percent, dude. Yeah. Because like, listen, you're telling me that the third well, you know, what top three world fucking military powers is having a problem fucking with little old Ukraine? Yeah.
0: Because there's we're no sending way. them
1: stinger missiles. There's no way. Right. There's no fucking way, dude. I think he's showing incredible fucking restraint. This isn't me like, oh, I love fucking Putin. I'm just saying if he wanted to fucking destroy Ukraine and wipe him off the map, he could. Yeah. But the so there's repercussions, right? Like if he
0: does that, then millions of Russians probably die. Yeah. All right. So he's walking this tightrope and Ukraine's doing everything they can to instigate that to happen.
1: See what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. In the United States, too. Yeah. Okay. Dude, you see the report that just came out. Uh, you know, this this report just came out today is a report CIA was warned of Ukraine plans to stab sabotage Nord Stream pipeline, right? And so I remember when that happened. Oh, that was Russia, Russia did it, right? Yeah, well, you know, and Russia did not do it. Um, you know, and it came out there was no evidence that Russia was involved in Nord Stream. Or well, I remember even just the Durham report, right? Russia, you Russia Trump collusion. Yeah, it never happened. So they're doing everything they possibly can to fucking poke the bear. Why hasn't he fucking bit back? Well, my personal opinion is of this particular situation
0: is that it's very simple to identify who the, who the bad guys are and who the good guys are by how our media, which is completely corrupt top to bottom, left to right, portrays people. When they portray people as super evil, those are usually the good guys. Mm. And when they portray people as super good, those are usually the bad guys. And it's very obvious to see if you've been paying attention, right? They got <laughs> Gavin Newsom trying to make him like into some kind of presidential guy. Joe Biden's just a sweet old man, you know. Um, but the orange man is bad. Yeah, he's fucking Hitler, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like these, these guys, they, the people that they try to to destroy are the people who are actually, I think, probably doing what is right. And this is another reason why when Trump was in office, he got along with Xi Jinping. He got along with Putin. And everybody was confused about that. Everybody was like, man, how's this guy magic? Well, dude. North Korea. Well, hold on. Yeah. But what if our media and what if the people who control our media, including the elite political class now that we have controlling things right now, apparently, what if they are, have always been so corrupt and the only reason that you believe that Putin was evil and Z was evil was because... the fucking stories that they painted about him and maybe president Trump, you know, the middle East guys, they all loved president Trump, but for 20 years before Trump, they're painting these, all the, every single one of these people is a fucking terrorist. Okay. So there's a lot of evidence that shows that like whoever they feature in a negative light actually is a pretty decent human. And when you use that logic and you apply it to Putin, and then you look at the, you look at the, uh, um, the made-up Russia collusion shit, right? And we start to look, break all these things down, you know, we end up with it, with, with it making sense that they make him look so bad. And then it also makes sense why he hasn't, like, killed a whole bunch more people now if he's such a fucking terrible person.
1: Right. Well, right? He's a Christian. And when is, it comes yeah. to the
0: Z, I think China's our enemy. But they at least respected Trump.
1: I think that's really what it is. Dude. Yeah. Like, respect respects
0: respect. Yeah. But and yeah. now they got a guy on the inside, allegedly, and that's what they're trying to hide from people. Yeah. And that's a big fucking deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I don't think it's just a guy either. I think it's lots of people. Yeah. I think they've taken their time. I think they've leveraged a whole bunch of people. I think those people need to all be cleaned out. We need to start fresh with real Americans.
1: Get the turds out. Huh? Get the turds out. Yeah. A little X lax Political <laughs> political X lax Political X lax Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, guys, that was our three headlines. It's time for our final segment of the show. As always, uh, thumbs up or dumb as fuck. (laughs) I just want to remind you. Yeah. You. Every day. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Yep. (laughs) Guys, it's time for thumbs up or dumb as fuck. That's where we show a headline, we go through it, and then we'll get one of those two tags. And so with that being said, our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads... Oh, is he drinking out my, my trophy? He's <laughs> gonna drink your juice, dude. <laughs> is it what, what kind of juice, Sandy? Grape. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. A <laughs> thumbs up and as fuck headline reads: "Tremendous ride, wooden Sentrone two CV sells for two hundred and ten thousand euros." Uh, so let's dive into this. I know you like, you like cars. Yeah. Right? I don't know much about those cars though. See if you got some, uh, you know, get some a woody rally for car? A car. Yeah. Well, we'll see if you get a woody for a wood. Yeah. So, uh, so a Citroen 2CV made of wood. Oh shit. Thought to be the only one of its kind has sold for 210,000 euros at an auction in France, setting a new price record for the iconic vehicle. The car in full working order and registered in France, beat expectations when it went under the hammer in a central town of Tours on Sunday. The body of the 2CV was handcrafted out of wood with the same famous curves as the post-war French classic. It was snapped up by Paris-based collector Jean-Paul Favon, who owns a museum of vintage fairground attractions. Quote, I'm having difficulty talking after this bet, Fallon told AFP by telephone afterwards. The auction house had issued a guide price of 150 to 200,000 euros, saying it was, quote, much more than a car. It's a work of art. Auctioneer Amrik Ruliac uh, declared the sale a record as he, bought down, uh, as he brought down the hammer. Uh, the previous high for a 2CV uh, was set in 2016, when an extremely rare 1961 2CV Sahara in almost mint condition was sold for 172,000 euros by Paris-based auction house uh, Art Curale. Um Carpenter Michael uh, Robliard handcrafted the wooden 2CV wings out of walnut and its chassis from pear and apple tree wood, he used a single block of cherry wood for the bonnet, shaped with just chisels and sandpaper. Quote, crazy project. Uh, Robiliot Trode AFP. He spent five years and approximately 5,000 hours creating the car beginning in 2011. A couple Dang, of pitches here, man. That's that, pretty sweet. That is some beautiful craftsmanship. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, man, that's cool. There's Rubly right there. Now, I don't know your car, Gabby. I, mean, I, I mean, you know too much. I mean, you know a lot about, no, about, about seats. what are they called? C- Citriones. I don't Cit- know. Citriones, two CVs. So is this supposed to be like the bug? It looks like a bug. Or
0: I don't know. I don't know about these cars, but I know this. I know that line he used. Go back to the article where he said, I will go back. He said, it's much more than a car. It's a work of art. Yeah. That line's cost me a whole bunch of fucking money before. <laughs> you <laughs> hear that all the time? Pretty much every fucking time I bought a car. That's what I tell myself. And it's not just a car. Yeah, no, that's what I tell myself. It's, right like, here. <laughs> it's like when I used to be real fat, and I'd be like, oh, I'll start tomorrow. Yeah, right, like, right. This is the shit that I would say. This is yeah. what you get sold? Yeah. It's that's art, beautiful, man. man. It is. It's really cool. I, I mean, dude, I definitely think it's worth the price. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro. That's 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 price, That's a priceless piece. Tub. I bet it
1: smells amazing. It probably
0: smells of rich mahogany. Yeah. Many leather-bound books. Some good wood. That's right. You know what I'm saying you don't even know the movie I'm talking about. No, we, we, I missed yeah, it. That's right. What was it? Everybody else knows. Let them know in the comments. What? Well, okay, say the line again. I don't have to. <laughs> My show.
1: <laughs> oh, it's just me. I want to hear it. Yeah.
0: Okay, I, I might know it. My apartment smells of rich mahogany and many leather bound. I have many, many leather bound books. Is it Fifty Shades of Grey. No, it's Magic Mike, bitch. Is it Magic Mike? No, it's not Magic oh, Mike. That's- <laughs> Holy shit, let this guy know what the fucking movie is in the comments. Yeah, please let me know. I don't... Whale's Vagina? That That's not the movie. That's not what... Oh, man. What's the movie? We're going to get a lot of comments on this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what San Diego stands for? No, what oh. is this?
1: <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Bro... <laughs> All right, hey, thumbs up or what? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess shit. I'm a thumbs up. What are you giving it? I, I give it. I give it a, a thumbs up. It's a nice, nice piece of wood. You sound like you said that before. <laughs> Every morning,
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> Every morning. <laughs> well, guys, Andy, that's all I got, man. All right, don't be a hoe. Share the show. Yeah. we from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bow. Fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold bed. Whoa, got her on bank road, can't fold, does a no head shot.